It's on, baby. Instagram versus YouTube. It is happening now. The video wars are on, and we're going to talk about it because, well, we have to. Because I am tired as can be. I just got back from uh, a wonderful conference in Ohio, Social Media Week, Lima, Ohio. Um, I had a great time, a full day. We were... um, recording podcasts uh, in between sessions throughout the day. I actually recorded seven podcast episodes that will be coming out shortly, Um, in addition to uh, hearing a lot of great speakers. Yesterday, um, I was part of the live video panel and answered questions as well later on in the day. Um, So it's it's been a long couple of days, but a great couple of days because uh, Jessica Phillips and her team... Uh, with now marketing are phenomenal. Um, every detail was covered just so meticulous, such great attention to detail and so customer focused. Um, Jessica talks about relationship marketing, but she really practices what she preaches. And it was just a tremendous experience all around. Um, I, I believe for everybody involved from, from speakers to attendees to part of her team, uh, seemed like they had a great time putting on the event. Um, and they really treated us well and we really had a great time there and, and man, I can't say enough good things about the experience, uh, social media week, Lima, uh, Ohio, Jessica brought that event. Uh, she founded it. She created it. She developed it. And now it's the uh, biggest social media event, social media conference in the Midwest. So, and Kim Gaskell's joining us. Kim, how are you? Great to see you. It's not that long ago we were hanging out together. Uh, hey, Coach Jenny, how are you? Great to see you. Um, hey to everybody on Instagram as well. Uh, we are in full color on Instagram, but we are in black and white on uh, on <laughs> on Facebook because, uh, well, it's dark times. the uh, The video wars are heating up between Instagram and YouTube, and I don't know. It's not really dark times. It's actually kind of fun times in, in some ways because it it opens doors for new possibilities. Um, perhaps people didn't take as well to the YouTube environment, or they just got started on YouTube and they see that they're way behind other people and they're comparing themselves, which they shouldn't be doing. But we do know that uh, YouTube really favors, they really favor the the big channels and the, the very popular creators, and they go out of their way to really roll out the red carpet for them. Um, what I think is interesting about Instagram, on the other hand, is with IGTV, it's a level playing field at this point, right? I mean, yeah, it helps, obviously, if you have more followers. I mean, it helps if you have a huge Instagram following. But on this new platform by Instagram where everybody's starting their channel essentially from scratch and can upload and create videos how they want to create videos as long as they're vertical, um... It, it's very interesting, and, and I think it, it provides a new opportunity for people who may not want to go the route of more expensive equipment and more expensive production 
and more time into really creating um, videos, sort of YouTube style. And you kind of know what that is from seeing people like Casey Neistat and the the uh, you know the 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 Joby the Joby tripod with the the DSLR and the road mic on top and the whole thing. And it's a great way to go. And, and people are doing great stuff there, but it's not for everybody. And I think the vertical video element gives us a way to create videos more along the way of our daily life, like more documenting than creating as, as Gary Vaynerchuk would say. Um, and there's going to be, I mean, there's going to be creative elements that, People are going to add to it and make it interesting. But I think the fact that it's it's so mobile-focused and so easy for people to go live on their phone in good quality and get good video, I feel like it just opens the door up to a lot of people who might not have been... Um, might not have been... might not have felt at home uh, on YouTube as much. And obviously the integration with... Uh, Instagram, Instagram, such a social platform. Uh, YouTube is a social network and it's a social platform, but not everybody feels as social on, on YouTube. And certainly the experience, uh, because of the way it works again, tends to favor the big channels, particularly when it comes to monetization. Um, so it's great to see not only Kim Gaskell's here, but Gail is here and uh, had a great chance to talk with Gail and hang out with her a little bit last night um, at the uh, at the party and and post conference event uh, after day one, which is a lot of fun. And uh, I had no idea that Gail was going to be there, so it was a it was a wonderful surprise to see her. Um, let's check uh, some of the questions here. Uh, I saw a question I wanted to get to. Oh yeah, hey. Uh, Desiree uh, Wolf, uh, I was just wondering about this tonight. Is U2 still the big dog? And, you know, the reason why I actually did this live video, I was really was just about ready to go to sleep, to be honest. Uh, and I wanted to look up something about um, Instagram, right? And so I thought I would check TechCrunch, who really had been on top of the story with Instagram and predicting last week that big changes were coming in a new a new platform. Um, and so after I looked up what I was looking for in the, the article about that, I just clicked their, their front page thinking, well, let's just see if there's anything else new on Instagram. And just four hours ago at VidCon, YouTube introduces, this is the headline, YouTube introduces channel memberships, merchandise, and premieres. So, um... It says YouTube creators are gaining a number of new tools to generate revenue from their videos outside of traditional advertising, as well as those that will help them better engage their fans. According to the news, the video streaming site announced today at the VidCon conference in Anaheim, California. This includes the rollout of channel memberships, merchandising, marketing partnerships via FameBit, and the launch of premieres, which offers a middle ground between pre-recorded, edited, and live streaming. But of course, unlike unlike what Instagram is doing, um, these features continue the pattern by YouTube, where you have to meet a threshold that that most people who are, you know, small business owners and people building a personal brand and haven't been YouTube creators for years or aren't coming into this 
having established themselves as, you know, famous uh, actors or athletes or politicians or people who, who can get numbers just by throwing their name on something. Um, much of this is out of reach to, you know, only beyond really only the biggest channels. Um, when I look at memberships, um, basically there's like, they're kind of following a Twitch model where it's going to be, um, $4.99 per month. People can pay to become a member and they get exclusive, some exclusive content. Hey, Brian Kramer. Great speech. Hey, Blake. Uh, Hey, Claudia. Hey to everybody. We are on in full color on on Instagram. Only black and white today on Facebook. So uh, you can find me on Instagram, Ross Brand One, and uh, I'm I'm obviously excited about Instagram. The fact that I chose to go live on Facebook and Instagram, I guess that shows where I'm kind of leaning in this this battle between between platforms. Um, but back to these announcements by YouTube, which. I just think it's it's fascinating that that not less than 24 hours or maybe 24 hours after the announcement, maybe 28 hours, whatever it is, uh, YouTube comes back at VidCon with uh, a big announcement. And and so for memberships, first of all, if you don't have 100,000 subscribers, then then don't even think about that. But basically, you can charge $5 per month. People can join, become a member. They get access to exclusive digital goods. They get the custom badge, they get special emoji, and they can really it's an opportunity for your fans if you have that kind of uh if you have that kind of uh subscriber base, right? And you're and you have a fans that are over eighteen and they're member you're a member of the YouTube partner program, then you can take advantage of of those options. Um but that's it. I mean, it's a one price thing. You can charge $5 a month for, for a membership and uh, people get what they get, right? So then the next thing is is merchandise, which is kind of cool. You can sell merchandise right on your channel. Um, it says, let me just see where it says here exactly how this would work. Um, there's a, There'll be a shelf directly b- below the video itself. And uh, you can offer merchandise like T-shirts, hats, phone cases, or any one over tw- any one of over twenty different merchandise items that makes sense for their channel. Um, of course, you have to have ten thousand subscribers for that. Uh, a little more attainable for uh, you know more attainable, or it's a threshold that more many more people have obviously reached than 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 the one hundred k. But it's still out of reach. Uh, for a lot of small businesses and, and, you know, solopreneurs and people building their personal brand, uh, 10,000 subscribers is a long way away for most people. So, um, but it is cool that, that you can do that. If you have that, that many subscribers, you can start selling merchandise. Um, they have a partnership with, um, let me see the company. I I know they're going into a partnership with a company. It's called Teespring. Uh, is the company Teespring will retain a cut of the merchandise, which varies per item. Um, effectively, the way this works, there's a flat price per item sold, and that goes back to Teespring. But the creator can mark up the item to whatever price they want, and then keep the keep the upside. Um, and so it'll be T-shirts and things like that. Um, I believe YouTube bought up. I believe YouTube owns part of Teespring now, or has a partnership with them. Um, during beta testing, Teespring says there was an 82% success rate for YouTubers using the merchandise service. 
I don't know how they measure that, but and conversions from views to sales were testing at 2.5 times higher than with standard description links. Actually, I would think it would be higher than that if you were selling stuff right on there and you didn't have to leave the leave the platform, but uh, to buy. But anyway, um, in addition, creators who have been connected directly with brand sponsorships via FameBit. Uh, the company that YouTube acquired in the fall of 2016 uh, will also be able to use the merchandise shelf to point fans to whatever they're selling, like video games, apparel, or any other products sold online. This feature was announced at VidCon, but hasn't rolled out at this time. And again, I'm reading from the article on TechCrunch, who uh, really was on top of what was going on with uh, Instagram and predicted it uh, in an article uh, about a week before the announcement yesterday, I had actually mentioned it last week, uh, their article in, in one of my flash briefings. Um, and they were, weren't far off by, uh, in terms of how, how Instagram rolled out IGTV. Um, and so the other aspect of YouTube's announcement today is premieres. So finally, YouTubers who want to leverage the revenue generation possibilities that come with live video will have a way to do so without having to actually go live. Um, so what this means is um, Facebook talked about something like this, and I haven't really seen it in action. So I don't know whether Facebook rolled this out or not, but they talked about this coming. And, and basically what it means is you can treat a produced video as though it were a live video. So you're play, you're scheduling a time that you're going to release the video. You're going to premiere your video uh, say five o'clock in the afternoon, right? And you can promote it for people to show up and then you can create the live viewing experience, but not around a live video, right? So you're playing, uh, a, a video that you've produced and recorded already. Um, but you're, you're, you can participate in a live chat, uh, and have that kind of, uh, interaction and interactivity that goes on with a live video and, it becomes more of a more of an event, easy for me to say. So that's why they call it premieres. Um, what's interesting is he said is it says that the page will also have a chat feature like live videos do. Okay, we knew that, but which means creators can use super chat and take advantage of channel membership perks, even when they're doing live content. Um, so. I don't know whether you need to have, what is it, a thousand people? You have a thousand subscribers now, I think, is the threshold to get super chat. So I don't know whether you need a thousand or not for for uh, access to premieres. I bet if I look down the article, it'll say uh, creators can join in the chats as the video goes live to engage with their fans around this pre-recorded content. Okay, we know all this already. Uh, when premiere wraps. It's posted as a regular video on the site. I could have expected that. Uh, we're going to use our search and discovery platform to promote these. No, Kurt Wilms, group product manager at YouTube, who's leading live. Okay, so bah, 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 looking to see if there are numbers here. Uh, now, it doesn't say anything about numbers in terms of how many people, but I, I would imagine if the Super Chat feature is a 1,000, it would be the same for this, but I, I don't know for sure. And also, you heard about it a while ago. I think we talked about it, I don't know, January, December, maybe. Um, stories for YouTube. Uh, 
um, in the community section of of channels, and that's rolling out as well. YouTube said it, its version of stories will arrive for all eligible creators with more than 10,000 subscribers. Again, high threshold uh, later this year. The announcements come at a critical time for YouTube as Facebook is trying to woo creators to its own network and video hub with unique features of its own. Uh, clearly, I, I don't think Facebook was doing that well with Facebook Watch and Premieres, if it even launched that. Um, certainly, it doesn't have the discovery, uh, the channel features, the really the beautiful layout that YouTube has where you can make playlists and uh, people can go through your archive or, or an archive of somebody that they enjoy watching and pick and choose what they like. And um, people really don't explore Facebook uh, pages thinking, okay, I'm going to look for a video from three weeks ago or three years ago, right? I mean, your YouTube videos really have a very long shelf life compared to Facebook. Facebook videos, it's like, I don't know, 24, 48 hours and... It's kind of gone and forgotten, right? Whereas YouTube, with its search and its algorithm, you can you can post something, and two, three, five years later, it it just takes off. So, um, that's the situation with Facebook. Um, I don't see any indication of how Discovery is going to go on on IGTV, but it'll be very interesting if um, eventually. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, Facebook is Instagram, Instagram is Facebook. Um, if IGTV has uh, a good good discovery in the future. Um, so that's about it. Uh, it says the news follows another announcement YouTube made to advertisers this week about new ways they'll be able to connect with their audience using a creative suite of ad tools. Uh, yada, yada, yada. Okay, so uh, again, back to the point that I started with. And that is YouTube has some really awesome features for monetizing, uh, for offering special things to your uh, followers, your subscribers, um, people who want to buy in or want to support you or just enjoy your content. There's there's more options, right? There's more ways to monetize and there's more things you can offer. But the threshold is extremely high. The threshold is... 100,000 followers in order to have membership. In order to even charge $5 per month, you need uh, 100,000 followers. I mean, it almost it makes more sense, right, to form a Facebook group, a private Facebook group, um, and, and have your own membership program on your own website or on a landing page or whatever where people opt into and then you can give them access to the Facebook group and put exclusive content in there and you can charge what you want. You can charge what's appropriate for what you're doing. Um, you don't have to give Facebook a cut of it. Um, that would seem to be a workaround, I guess, for people. Um, so that's that. The rest of the rest of the features seem like they're 10,000. Uh, 10,000 subscriber limits. So the great thing about IGTV is, um, and, and there are people with big YouTube channels who put out wonderful content and have worked really hard to build that, and they understand how to create video, how to capture attention, um, how to work within the algorithm, uh, all those kind of things, right? They understand the art of it and the science of it. 
and you know all the credit in the world to them right but there are also a lot of people who while they may have some of that going for them have also benefited from having a head start on on you they got started early and good for them right they made the right decision but what i love about what i love about um what I love about Instagram TV is it's sort of a level playing field, right? I mean, I can put on a video and go up against somebody who may have a million subscribers on YouTube. And, you know, we're not equal in the sense that they have a huge following and I don't. But we're both starting our channels here. And it's like, let's see where this goes. So I like it. I feel like it's a fresh start for people. It's a new platform. It's vertical. I think Instagram TV is going to become the YouTube of of vertical video. And vertical video democratizes video creation because now you really just need your phone, right? And of course you can you can use all sorts of bells and whistles. You can you can add lower thirds, you can add graphics, you can do ch- shot changes, you can do all sorts of things uh in producing the video and in editing the video to to be creative and i think we're going to see some really creative things with vertical video but um i i just like the fact that you're integrating the social aspect of instagram where where people are very social on a regular uh, almost daily basis and and then you have uh a new platform a new way of doing things um i think it's exciting that um People have that opportunity, right? They have that opportunity to get started. If you if you felt like video might be, you know, a lot of people are intimidated by YouTube. Well, here's a brand new platform where, you know, join in, get started, and you can shape what the what the flavor of that platform is, right? We we go to YouTube for certain things. There's a certain style that people create videos on YouTube that seem to work. Um, now you have an ability to shape what this platform becomes in terms of how people create what the, what the norms are or whatever you can, you can shape that you can become a part of it. You can have as much say in how good videos created in a vertical platform as somebody who's been a big YouTube star for years. So that, I think that's kind of cool, right? I think that's an opportunity and of course the integration and with Facebook I'm sure will come and will will come even stronger than it already is and the integration with uh Instagram perhaps um I was talking to somebody today who and I, I wish I remembered who said it so I could I could credit them but said probably at some point it'll be very easy when you share your video on Instagram uh on IGTV it goes right on through to a Facebook post um, so that'll be, that'll be a powerful thing. And unlike posting a YouTube video on Facebook where you're, you're pretty much assured that it's going to get the least amount of traction in the algorithm, obviously posting a, uh, an Instagram video on through to Facebook, uh, particularly as they're trying to, uh, rev up interest in, in this new IGTV platform, that's going to be something that I think, you know they're gonna they're gonna definitely push to the front of of what people see in in, in their newsfeed. So uh, we are we are uh, we are in black and white on uh, <laughs> on Facebook. What do you guys think? Uh, 
I just hit a button on my camera settings, uh, and it went to black and white. And I was like, yeah, I've never seen anybody do a Facebook Live black and white. Let's do it. It kind of fits the theme of the uh, Instagram TV versus uh, YouTube uh, video platform wars. And again, if you're watching on Facebook, uh, we are available in full color <laughs> on Instagram. You can head on over. Uh, my uh, Instagram is Ross Brand One, and uh, definitely follow me over there because I'm going to be making use of the new IGTV. Uh, if you're just joining us, welcome. Uh, I know I haven't been as engaged with the chat as I as I often am, but I wanted to uh, just throw my thoughts out there and and get the news out because um, I wasn't expecting this. I mean, I, the announcement came and I was very focused on Instagram all day, and all of a sudden, YouTube dropped some stuff that uh, that's interesting. I I, I like what Mahmoud. F says uh, on Facebook, YouTube premiere doesn't sound that compelling. Wait till viewers find out it's not really live. And they're just talking amongst themselves. You know, I don't know how much YouTube viewers will care about that, right? Because if they're they're, um, fans of a, a certain creator, then the chance to have that live chat and that live interaction with the creator whose videos that they love and they always comment on and then they have to wait, you know, and see, check back in five hours. Did the person comment? Did I get a notification? Did they respond to my comment? Here they can actually engage in real time reacting to the video. So I think that's the attraction uh, for these big channels is is the ability to uh, to have that dialogue with fans and fans have that dialogue with creators um and so that's the power of it um it's it's not so much about tricking people into believing it's live as it is in creating an event around the release of a video versus you just put it up and and people look at it like a blog post commenting when they want and you know the person who posts it comes back every so often and and comments this is really fostering an event a community type feel a discussion, all the cool things about live video, uh, trying to bring that to uh, recorded videos and create that same kind of excitement and uh, energy and engagement around uh, live video, uh, around recorded video that is like what people experience with live video. Hey, Justin Brown. Justin says he's following on Instagram. Uh, Daniel Wright says, I think the black and white works very well. Looks great. Yeah, you don't see me as clearly, which is good, right? <laughs> I mean, it's got to stand out, right? I mean, I've never seen a black and white video on, on Facebook. So uh, I figured it's worth a try, right? <laughs> um, Justin says, great way to tease out a video that's coming. That's right. Um, so thanks, everybody, for joining. Um Desiree Wolf says, is this a Patreon-esque move as well? Hmm. It's a little different, but it, because uh, I, I think Patreon, um, usually people create certain content, right? Just for, um, just for, for people who are subscribers or contributors or whatever. So it gives you the ability to, well, um, but I'm not sure if that's, 
if it's that so much as it's it's the support and it's sort of buying into being sort of a VIP member of the community. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, Claudia, it is it is quite late here. It is quite late here. Uh, it's uh, about it's almost one in the morning here. <laughs> but this is huge. This is huge news. I mean these these platforms are going at it like crazy, and and I, I think it's I think. For people who are interested in video, for people who are creating videos, whether it's recorded videos or, or you like to go live and you enjoy this kind of content, you enjoy engaging this way and you enjoy creating, um, this shows that, that these platforms value that and think that it's important and think that it's a way they can make money. And and so it's an, it's an opportunity uh, that says, okay, there's going to be more things that you can do with it and um eventually probably the features will trickle down some in youtube um but youtube always always sets a a threshold always a barrier always something they want smaller channels to 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 ascribe uh well aspire to let's let's go with that aspire to (laughs) yeah it's late here (laughs) so um what, what does everybody else think? I mean, you know, we're kind of conditioned, right? That serious video is is horizontal. It's in it's in landscape mode, right? And selfies and you know, walking chats and you know, holding up a phone to say hi to the family or whatever. Like that's what you do with that's what you do with portrait mode with with vertical video. Uh, but not you don't create serious content in, in vertical. Um, so what do you think? I mean, you think that that's now something that's that we're going to create more of? I mean, it's obviously a natural with a phone. Um, it's obviously easier to hold a phone um, in a vertical mode. It's the way that you're mostly looking at your phone. Um, it's the way that most people look at content on their phone. Um, so there's a place for it and and will will that become will will IGTV become the YouTube of vertical video will it have a really good search um will it have a really good algorithm uh in terms of how it how discovery works and what's recommended or what shows up next for you and um how people engage uh there is the ability to link out which uh, unless you had swipe up in stories, and I believe that's 10,000 followers. So 10,000 followers, I think, to get swipe up for Instagram. But, um, you know, anybody can link out. You you can just start an Instagram account and have no followers, and you can start a channel on IGTV, and you can put a video in and then have a call to action or... uh, a link to your website or whatever it is. So again, um, there's, there's some thresholds on Instagram, but again, it's, it's offering certain opportunities, uh, to people. And of course you can link out from YouTube too, but the volume of people who are doing it right now, um, I think it's an opportunity. IGTV, uh, echo tech on Instagram says, I think vertical is growing as acceptable video. Yeah. I mean, I think it is. And I have to admit, I, I have a bias for for horizontal at, at this point. Um, but but a lot of it is isn't that I don't like 
when I'm watching in vertical, it's that I don't like when people repurpose a vertical video on YouTube, for instance, or, uh, you know, and you're watching it with three quarters, you know, three quarters black screen and, and, and a little column. Right. And, and obviously horizontal, I don't think is going to go away. I think, you know, for things like sporting events and shows and things like that, having that, that landscape view is still, still a good way to look at those kind of things, but who knows? Who knows? And don't forget about square video, right? Don't forget about square video uh, as well. And, you know, another big thing happened today, right? Um, the Supreme Court reached a decision that uh, states can compel uh, online businesses, online retailers to collect sales tax for products that they sell online. Um, and so I haven't even had a chance to read an article. I was about, I was at a conference and then getting on a plane and I got a, a, a couple of messages from Mitch Jackson about it. And um, he used the term retailers, I believe. And so I don't know whether it's just products or whether it's products and services, but uh, for a lot of people, who who uh, do consulting and coaching and things like that online? If it's if it's services, um, that's gonna be that's gonna be a, a, a something that they're gonna have to you're gonna have to contend with, right? And I I, I depends on what kind of products are, are are taxed, whether it's information products, right? Like if you're selling a course or something like that, all those things. Uh, I'm going to have to read up on, uh, and learn about, but that's a, that's a big decision that came down today. So put that together with Instagram launching a channel yesterday and YouTube adding a whole mess of features today at, at VidCon. And, uh, there's a lot going on. Well, thanks everybody for joining. Hopefully, uh, this helped a little bit in terms of what's going on and, at least what I think of it. And I'd love to know what you guys think of it. Feel free to message me or add, add to the chat, uh, on Facebook or, uh, send me a message on Instagram. I, I'd love to know what other people think of these developments. Um, are we overplaying them? Are we underplaying them? Um, you will, will IGTV become a major player in video? If, if not, uh, an exact rival to YouTube, one of the big video platforms, uh, you know, over the next 10, 20 years, or will this be another sort of video idea that Facebook floats out and doesn't really go that doesn't really go anywhere. Right. Uh, Claudia says transition is always weird, but sometimes necessary in growth. Yeah. And I think, I think for a lot of people, the transition is to start thinking about creating real content, vertical and not that not that in real life content not that um behind the scenes content because behind the scenes content is is usually some of the best instagram stories content some of the best uh live video content is giving people access uh and taking the phone and letting them see before before work starts right before the game before the show 
uh, before the concert and, and letting people have a taste of what's going on after, or if they're not at the event, letting them sort of see it through your eyes as, as the prince, one of the principal participants as somebody who's at the event or has a role in it, or maybe the, the main figure in, in the event. And so that's that's kind of um, that that's real content and that's great live content, but it's going to be interesting to see now how people think about that. Do we add lower thirds to that as we, you know, take that recorded video before we upload it? Do we add our logo to that? Um, I haven't seen much of that kind of thing. Really, haven't seen any of it. But I can't say I've I've watched a lot of videos on Instagram. Um, but those are going to be ways to stand out. Or maybe people will go go live in black and white. <laughs> I mean, that had to stand out on the news feed at, at one in the morning. <laughs> well, anyway, thanks everybody for uh, for watching and hanging in there, and uh, look forward to uh, many more chats as as video continues to develop and these platforms keep rolling out new features, trying to capture our our attention and our interest in in creating and sharing our content on their platform so that they can monetize it. (laughs) So have a great night, everybody. Talk to you soon.